Hi. Hi, hi. Hi, how are you doing this afternoon? Or... Actually, it's, it's pretty late over here. It's like a... Like an hour to midnight. But seriously, how are you doing? I hope you are... I hope you're doing well. I'm, um... I'm in the middle of... Of, of having a lot of thoughts and... Uh, and feeling a lot of emotions and uh, feeling a little bit raw so um, I just wanted to say this before continuing also my neighbors are probably having a party downstairs so don't mind that if you hear voices or something like that they, they do it from time to time and it was about time I guess so happy belated Groundhog Day, I guess, too. I, I, <clears throat> I'm particularly fond of Groundhog Day. It, there is no such thing as snow over here where I live. But, you know, I, um, I still get to enjoy the movie and, uh, all sorts of memes and stuff about the Groundhog. Um, uh, Bongs of Tony Field, I think it's his name. Um, their name? I, I, I'm not really up to date as to who's uh, currently doing the thing over there. Um, but yeah, uh, if you heard a noise over here, over there, just don't mind that, please. And, uh, oh yeah, by the way, my, my, my voice is a little lower because I'm, uh, I'm having a little bit of uh, an allergic reaction, I guess. It's, uh, it's allergy season, I guess. Um, I mean, for me, it's most of the year, but whatever. I I'm doing fine. And um, um, back to topic. So, uh, welcome to Song Lyrics, uh, the podcast where I talk about songs based off my personal experiences and stuff. And, uh, well, I, I went on a little bit of a hiatus. I must apologize, but, I mean, you know what it is. Sometimes you just have things that need to be done and you need to get there and work it out. And uh, I'm glad to say I was I was really pretty much successful in most of the things that I wanted to work out. So yeah, stuff and stuff and stuff. Sanex, do you know Elohim? Do you know the music of Elohim? I uh, I remember back in the day it was... 2016, um, when I met um, a bunch of friends, a bunch of new friends. I don't know why I'm talking about 2016 when this song was actually released a year prior. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry, rumbling a little bit, but I hope you don't mind it. Um, the thing is, 2015, in fact, was the year when I met Elohim's um, <clears throat> music for the first time. Elohim is um, now a, an LA-based musician. She's a multi-instrumentalist. I don't know if she's already shared her birth name with uh, the fandom. I follow her on Instagram, but I am not paying a lot of attention to things lately. 
Um, but I just bring it up because she's, um, yeah, she's a peculiar one. Um, she's, she's, she's a musician that I, I feel uh, very close to emotionally, even though I have never personally met her or anything like that. And it's because of this long winding story that I'm starting. 2015, um, have you ever heard about Bert FM? Um, burp. Burp as in burp. Um, burp if... Burp.fm. Um, it's a... I guess you could say it is, it is a project um, where a multitude of artists are oftentimes sharing for the first time their music with a larger audience through playlists. I'm guessing this is much more common nowadays, but at least for me it wasn't back in 2015 and uh, I I was very fond of it. I started listening to the burp lists back in 2011 I believe and it just I just st stuck to the tradition of downloading the, the playlist and listening to it for for hours and end and it was then August 2015 when I I bumped into Sanex. So, um, apologies for the long, the long intro, but you know, sometimes stuff happens. And at the time, 2015, a lot of tough stuff was happening to me. And uh, let's just say that I related a lot to the song. Have you ever, dear listener, um, tried like any sort of benzo? Um, benzo drugs. Um, I believe uh, Xanax is one of them. Um, <clears throat> back in the back in the day, I was taking uh, something of, I believe, as two milligrams of uh, clonazepam, which is a uh, Rivotril, I think. That that will be the, the brand name. And. Uh, th it probably has a different name in English, and uh, but it was it was really something that I grew used to because I started taking it uh, in near the last year of college, and it really I guess last two years, I'm not really sure, but it, it helped a lot. I was I was able to to feel relaxed a few hours a day. I was able to more or less um, stick to a a normal sleeping schedule and um, that was great for my health that was great for my emotional health too but it came to a point when my psychiatrist suggested we switched for a different medication and uh, yeah it was it was it was a violent switch for me for many reasons I was struggling with stuff and uh, I was basically all over the place and uh, and there I am, just listening to to the list on shuffle to the August 2015 list. And in comes this song, this beautiful song, where uh, something like a robot voice asks me, "Do you have anxiety?" I have anxiety. And uh, and that was it. Uh, I was interested, I was hooked, I listened all the way through. Um, uh, and let's take a look at the lyrics. So, 
Uh, yeah, this is a much more um, straightforward song than me talking about it, so apologies. <laughs> I'll read it as fast as possible. It's, it, it goes like this. I woke up to a heart attack. No, I'm just being dramatic. It's this massive panic that's fueling my heart rate. It's raising and I'm manic. Have you ever had the feeling when you just don't want to breathe and you can stand up without leaning and there's nothing to believe in? Have you ever walked outside and felt like you might throw up right beside your car before you even get inside? Every day of my life. <laughs> and this is, yeah, it's such a beautiful chorus. The chorus is just Elohim singing over and over again every day of my day of my day of my life every day of my day of my day of my life and uh, let's move on so the next verse it says I don't want to be dependent on synthetic medicine that keeps me calm enough to sleep but kills me softly when I'm weak. Have you ever looked before? Ah, sorry. Have you ever looked beyond the eyes of someone else's life, and thought that you were fine until you turned crazy overnight? Every day of my, day of my, day of my life. It is. Um, it feels like a mantra when you are listening to the song and moving across the city with your headphones on traversing through streets and just moving around people getting through lines passing every other light stop just just moving just being at the time i i i really didn't want to Stop taking my medication. I wasn't on Xanax. I've I've read a lot about benzos and the effects they they have on different people. I was in a few forums, and um, the consensus is that stop taking a a medication like that can be um, can be harsh because your body really really grows fond of it and. Um, and I went cold turkey. I just stopped taking any drugs. Um, I, I mean, I wasn't into other drugs. I was, I was taking uh, um, an antipsychotic as well as my benzo, and uh, I stopped altogether. And I was supposed to switch to a different medication, but I went back to my psychiatrist, and I said, I mean like a month later or something, like, I'm perfectly fine, I'm not getting back on it. Um, uh, the thing is, I, uh, I was also breaking up with somebody at the time, and, uh, and this felt like a, like a step in the right direction, like moving forward from something that was very painful. I am not going to pretend like I was the perfect partner or anything like that. I'm a flawed character in a really, really convoluted story about somebody learning and developing, I guess. 
but it is fair to say that I was having a terrible time too and uh, that I didn't have really um, really adequate skills to, to deal with the stuff that was happening so so I turned to the song and I turned to Elohim's music and I projected a lot of happy things and prospects of uh, I don't know I guess like feeling whole feeling uh, feeling connected to someone and in a way to the community that started forming around her music um, she's she's since done so much for uh, mental health awareness um, she's struggled with lots of really really difficult things through the years she used not to perform um, showing her face she would be always clad in some sort of veil either that or she would be um, just simply wearing a mask and this was really moving to me at the time because I was trying to to build up the nerve to record a few songs and maybe start selling them regardless of the fact that I didn't know how to do most of the things that I wanted to do or that I didn't like myself or my music very much back then so I saw myself in her and I really really related to what she said um, she said I mean not just in the song which may seem like a simple tune with sort of like a straightforward sort of simplistic message if you want to be really critical about things or if you want to compare I don't know unfairly I would say what she what she did here um, yeah what she made she, she made a wonderful tune and the production value of her music is something that I cannot stress enough like if you have never listened to her music I really recommend listening to either her self-titled album or um, to the to the next one that she she released um, this was um, a year later if I'm correct no a couple of years actually yeah I'm I'm I'm, I'm speaking about um, brain death I'm not speaking about the um, the the other iterations of the of the yellow EP speaking about brain death that was yeah, actually, a few years later, three three years later, brain dead. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, give it a listen. Um, I feel like I'm missing out a lot of the things that I want to say. Like, I just cannot put it to words. So, I'd rather do something that I wasn't planning to do. But as I was preparing for this bot, I started looking up um, a file because I recorded a version of uh, of her song unfortunately since I don't have permission to share it uh, I mean it's not my song uh, I wouldn't I, I cannot put it over here in the pot but yeah the thing is um, I found something else from that era uh, and, and this is something really um, neutral and uh, it really moved me so Basically, um, once I was able to move on, to move on from from a situation I was in, 
it was really hard actually to to live um to leave the um the events of life took me a few months of struggling and uh, the first month I started running and I ran for for a month nonstop and I hurt my knee um, not permanently but you know I was I was really I was being really reckless I uh, I started increasing the distances and the, and the times that I that I'd spend running I was starting a different job at, and then I was trying to hang out with different people um, soon after that I actually met um, my, my former partner and um, and yeah I guess like Elohim was with me for a few years as like my favorite musician and favorite musical project that I knew about and uh, <laughs> yeah I, I mentioned that I was I mean I, I was honestly projecting things like uh, reaching out for hope anywhere I could find it and Elohim was for sure something that I tied myself to um, to the point that I thought I I'd send her uh, like an email or something um, this is actually something that I thought about because she for a few for a few months she had available like a, um, like a voicemail service so you could call this number that uh, the robot lady would say after Sanex and you could leave a message uh, telling her anything you wanted to and uh, I, I never built up the nerve I was I was very shy I was also I guess too much inside my head to make a lot of things happen but thinking about that I, I decided that it would be a great idea to write her an email and ask her if she could write by hand every day of my life the phrase every day of my life um, because I wanted it tattooed on me as some sort of reminder that I made it through that I overcame a difficult situation that that I cared now for things that I didn't care before or I don't know anyway so um, breaking conventions and doing this little bit of you know making this podcast more about me than anything else <laughs> um, I want to read this letter that I was crafting for a few months I mean for a few days actually I wrote it then I edited it probably like the next month and then I put it away and never until today <laughs> reopened that file maybe before I reopened it but I, I at the time, I suppose I was already not thinking of sending this email. But yeah, it is It is not even an email. Um, I, I literally just opened like a Word document and started typing stuff. And here it goes. So, this is what I would have liked to tell her back in the day. It says, Dear Elohim, I love that you wear a mask over your face when you feel like saying no. Also, when you say of course. And I like that you have a wonderful see-through smile that couldn't and shouldn't necessarily be understood as much as felt. Elohim, how to start asking things when we've never met, mask to mask. 
and how else to say what I wanted without sounding like we were connected that time. There's this thing people have in Mexico and I call it recklessness. It ain't your regular American run-of-the-mill recklessness. It's all about not being present at moments of deliberation. Ignorance is bliss, and the next to it, there's pretending ignorance. Not really sure what I meant there. Sorry. It's all about crashing your car against the wall and blaming your beloved for not having ever complimented you enough about your nail polish. I wasn't there. I can, and I wouldn't lie to you. Um, at times, it felt much like a prayer. Much more like a prayer than asking for help. But unfortunately, there was always somebody talking back to me. The pleasures. The pleasures hitting in self-destruction and other harmful little habits. I'm glad that those days seem afar. To my aid came anxiety pills, and I went there for almost seven years. But I stopped, and it looks different, but now so much by the end of last year. By chance, I bumped into your music, and I felt embraced, maybe even understood. It wasn't until after I read, I read the lyrics to Xanax that I realized I wasn't alone. We connected. My partner of several years wanted to leave me and look for somebody else to be with. I wasn't feeling better, not even close, but went on and on. I stopped, talk I stopped taking my medications because I meant to take control over my life. I felt like dying. I guess nobody really can tell just how hard it is to stop doing it, but you were there and I made it through. So this is as far as I made it. <laughs> I guess I, I was then going to ask her to, to write the phrase for me every day of my life, but I never got to that part. Um, things changed a lot. Uh, my then relationship ended, and I had to finally come to terms with the fact that I wasn't living uh, my best life. I wasn't being as kind as I wanted to be to others, and. Uh, and I was, I was spending too much time inside my head with my ideas and my words and thinking that I could shape the world differently if I employed my knowledge and my words and stuff. Um, and I want to share that with anyone who wants to listen because A, I wasn't alone. And you probably are not alone yourself. B, um, I still have anxiety. <laughs> I've just learned to manage it differently, to approach it differently, to live with it more than fight it, more than despise it, more than resist it, more than deny it. Uh, this was a really long and difficult process. And it was also thanks to the fact that I went back to my psychiatrist and I asked for help. And uh, this time around, I was more open to changing up things and uh, I started accepting the fact that I was most definitely living and had been living with undiagnosed undiagnosed uh, ADHD I I guess I 
I guess I really struggled with that part of it because um, because I was really, really, really proud of the fact that I was able to accomplish things, but but I was also secretly always really guilty that that many of my projects ended nowhere and that I wasn't able to to just follow through because life it it isn't like 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 that when you have ADHD you can't just like you know like decide what you're going to focus on and then just give it your all it sort of comes to you and uh, as you learn about it as and as you learn about yourself you realize that um, a lot of the time there are really good coping skills and really great um, self-regulating skills and stuff um, maybe I'm selling this too much so I just want to say that it is not for everyone that I don't know what everyone is going through right now but that I'm glad that, that I was that I was back there um, back there not you know like in pharma or something like that that I was back there where I needed to be helped and uh, with people who was ready to embrace me as I was changing, as I was molding into a more, way more caring and understanding person. That being said, I'm not done. I am not even near <laughs> normalcy or whatever. Um, um, but I really, really feel like uh, like I owe a lot to Elohim. I don't know her. She doesn't know me. She's just an artist out there doing her thing. But yeah, she put into simple, concise words and really complex sounds a lot of a lot of the things that I was feeling at the time and that helped me so much. In a way, I guess I'm trying to sell music more. <laughs> Then I'm trying to sell a treatment or a series of steps or whatever. Because music, it is not just the thing that you play while you're doing the dishes. At least that is not how I see it. Music has been a means, a conduct, and at many, many times also a catalyst. And... Uh, and I am grateful, and uh, taking Xanax probably sucks a lot. My friend's mom told me the other day when I casually dropped <laughs> a little bit of oversharing, I have to admit, um, that, I, that I was coming to her, to her house from, from my, my psychiatrist's appointment, and she asked me what I was taking, I told her, and she told me that she was actually supposed to be taking... <clears throat> Like a, like another benzo, like a different type of um, of anxiety medication as well as an antidepressant. But she but she didn't like it. She she wasn't really into it. And uh, and knowing how my friend has struggled at times to to help her be okay, uh, feel well, I I I sort of felt felt a little bad for her because I wanted to be on her side but I also understood like yeah but you know yeah it 
it just doesn't work like that. You just don't take the pills and get better. You just don't... I guess you just don't find an easy way out. I don't even know if, if, if what I'm trying to say is like a really clear or conveys everything I I was thinking but but yeah long story short music can mean so much people have different opinions about you based on what they can see about you but that doesn't make you what other people see in you and at the end of the day it matters a lot how you learn to react to things how how you learn to improve certain aspects of yours I don't know of your life I guess but if you ever feel like you're just about to lose it like you're just fed up and too fed up with things Sometimes it's really cool to remember there's other people like you who went through similar struggles and who are who are there sort of like holding a hand and telling you, hey, this is my story. This is your story too, probably. And I'm glad we're telling it. Every day of my day of my day of my life Every day of my day of my day of my